listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Miss me with that bullshit, don't you miss me just a little bit. I only care about my money, bitch, I'm inconsiderate. People think they know you cause they seen you on the internet. internet. Well, hello, motherfucker, nice to meet you. Now get, get off, off my dick. dick. I'm addicted to my phone, so I had to get rid the of bitch. it. Grown ass niggas in my comments trying to throw a hissy fit. Damn, what you doing with your day? How you got so much time to hate? God damn. damn. I know you want to catch this fade, but I don't got no time to play. Rudy just pulled up again and I'm already feeling it. Knew that I was really lit when Derek said you really, really lit. lit got the good night with the brush again going on this eye croak bitch me and face tripping out the same arcade kid cutty did like ooh high score hey welcome to the black Tips podcast your host rod and yeah. i love that song me too it's, it's it's really my life right there that he was rapping about other than pouring up and already feeling it but yeah man you know motherfuckers be tripping on the internet sometimes you just gotta be like man what's your problem how you got so much time to hate hmm? god damn right <laughs> i don't got no time to waste all right um at any rate man it is a tuesday uh which may be the last episode of the free show for the week because mm-hmm. uh i think tomorrow i'm doing balls well, esports with justin after right. his he gets off work so we this may be it for the week uh until saturday's feedback show um but you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star reviews appreciate that spotify always forget to say that we're there we're on spotify we're on uh everywhere that you can listen to podcasts just look us up google play the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast uh is brought to you by a little 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 sexy sponsor that we have to do sometimes um let me see if i can find a good song that uh uh i don't even remember who this dude is what who picked these slow jams i don't know uh i'm pretty sure somebody got a list of slow jams i know but that's what i'm on but i don't like these i don't like these oh you know what i love this song though all right we'll do this one instead because uh can i talk to y'all for a moment real quick if that's okay as soon as spotify turns this volume down thank you um free stuff is awesome and we all love free stuff and i want to give you free stuff from adam and eve okay trying to hook you up it's free bedroom stuff if you know what i mean and by bedroom stuff i mean sexually all right sex in the bedroom not sleep aids although you might get some good sleep after this i don't know come on select almost any one item for 50 percent off and then adam and eve will give you loads of free stuff all you gotta do is put an offer code tbgwt at the checkout and get 10 for uh tantalizer free gifts um that means three gifts for you to use like sexy items and special gifts and stuff is vibrating and gel and all kinds of good delicious stuff to put on each other's bodies and in addition to that they give you six free spicy movies and plus my favorite kind of shipping what kind is that karen free shipping that's right free Free shipping is my favorite kind of shipping that's tbgwt offer code tbgwt at checkout at adamandeve.com 
and they will hook you up with all the free things okay let's get ain't nothing better than free nothing better than about to say it's a it's a five finger discount where you get to use all five of your fingers if you want to oh my god you're so nasty oh my god my goodness oh you can do hands free (laughs) however you feel (laughs) i also wanted to mention uh and i'll try to mention this uh the rest of the month until it goes down but um we are going to be live in charlotte uh talking at thrive it's called the thrive thrive talks t-h-r-i-v-e talks Mm -hmm. uh is this time it's about podcasting they hold these talks every month um and they have different people that you know are considered knowledgeable on different subjects i know they've had like social media and marketing and stuff like that before well ours is on podcasting it will be held at the 8.2.0 pizzeria and bar that's 8.2.0 pizzeria and bar and it's september 26th which is a thursday i believe Mm -hmm. from 6 to 8 p.m in charlotte north carolina so if you're in charlotte area and you want to come out and see us uh talk about podcasting for a couple hours or whatever um you know come come holler at us we'll be out there and um you know we love to see y'all i think mm-hmm. they've said in the past they've had like 50 or so people show up um you know i feel like we can beat that by ourselves but Come you on. know whatever um just just show up and uh we'll talk about podcasting and if uh people are around and they want to uh take pictures or something afterwards we'll, we'll do that More as well than happy to uh all right let's get and that is september 26th um at from 6 to 8 p.m eastern standard time okay all right uh let's get into the news guys all kinds of news is happening right now and there's all kinds of things to talk about i don't even know where to start um uh how about this nate parker is back mm-hmm he never really go away. yes he did yes he did he absolutely did go away can let's not lie what's the last nate parker movie you heard of i mean when i mean go away he, yeah he, oh yeah he he quote unquote went away but he didn't die okay well i don't think that was ever a possibility so that's okay um but yeah he did go away i think people it's this weird thing that's happening with the whole quote-unquote cancel culture thing where people go it's not a thing and it's like no it's a thing it's a thing it might not be what you the end result of these people no longer existing might seem to be what people want but you ain't getting that and i think that's why i responded like that because when people go i'm like well no not really you know like they still exist they might he went away he couldn't make a he wasn't making movies and shit i'm sure people weren't hiring him um i'm sure you know folks was like and not for this project you know and in his mind his trajectory and shit in a lot of people's minds the trajectory of him promoting that film back when it was at like sundance or whatever it was gonna be like a star maker mm-hmm. and then it didn't happen because he you know these press conferences all this old rape stuff was coming up and so he went away and now he's got a new movie coming out about police violence and he has to do press mm-hmm. and i don't know if he's had better press people i don't know if he if it's gonna be like the last time where he was doing okay but then as he kept talking things kept getting worse right um so i don't know you know because i part of that you could put it on um you could put on the media because it was a lot of people asking questions and then if he gave anything less than a perfect answer it was it was frying time 
um and and then he would and then part of that i think most of that is still on him because he was so fragile with the fact that people was like nah that he ended up like spiraling out of control trying to do damage control trying to change the narrative Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day i think the way i fell on it was just that nate parker does not think he raped that woman Mm -mm. and everybody else would love for him not even love for that's not true but everybody else seems to that are upset with him seems to want him to just admit that he raped that woman Mm -hmm. and since he ain't gonna do it every time it comes up it's going to come back to the same loggerhead so i'm i'll be interested watching this press run it, how it goes if the media asks him the questions again and if he tries to explain it the same way again because it seems like he get he gives into a point and then he's like i don't feel like i raped that woman so y'all gonna have to stop right and uh we'll see what happens with that anyway he said the last three years have been such a learning experience for me i feel like i have gained so much wisdom from people in my circle now you also were saying that <laughs> the last the last press run um yeah he uh said three years ago i was pretty tone deaf to the reality of certain situations that were happening in the climate and i've had a lot of time to think about that and i've learned a lot from it he told the venice audience with spike lee in tow so yeah spike lee over there i guess is his uh help we will see we will see things that that only time will tell time will tell how you respond because the thing is shit like that don't go away you're going to go on this press run and they're going to ask you the question like they're going to ask you there ain't no if ands or buts about it but you know people are going to be mad no matter what you say so it's like this time how are you going to weather the storm i also wonder if he um i also wonder if he feels like not even he i wonder if the climate has changed to where people almost will treat this like old news because so far i haven't really seen people like trying to go in on him and you you normally see that type of behavior right now and maybe they're waiting for it to get like wire release or you know to really amp up the promotion of it or something but if he's smart to be real he'd be he'd do a couple of these interviews at these like film events right and then he wouldn't do any more interviews if he was smart yes yeah no like, no i'm like, not doing no press run with my co-worker co- yeah. nope mm-mm. i won't be there send the co-stars out to do it mm-hmm. Let don't go speak. on the daily show don't nope. go on the nightly the night newly new or whatever else i'm the, not tonight doing, show not doing none of that yeah like if he was if he was smart that's what he would do yeah so because I, I don't know it seemed like people don't have the uh bandwidth for the shit anymore Mm-mm. or like maybe i'm tripping but it seemed like if it came back up now it would be like a two-day story instead of a three-month story like it was before agree anyway he says uh and being tone deaf there were a lot of people that were hurting my response and the way i approach things i apologize to those people um so yeah we'll see um that i mean that's pretty much all he can say right now and of course the people interviewing him i'm assuming are probably not black women and stuff not that the woman he sexually assaulted was black but the women that i saw that questioned him the the, the toughest seem to be black women so mm-hmm. right. we'll see and, if he does those outlets again and they will like it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting like you say uh because the way the internet functions um you're going to have people from all sides like say clash again it might not clash as long 
but it's still going to clash again and he also have the privilege of being a black man and you know how we do as black people black men is above everything mm-hmm. and so you're going to have a, a, a group of people that be like well damn y'all still mad at a nigga when you know when can't he ever you know come back or that and shit like that and you know act like uh uh his career fucking ended and that's the part that frustrates me his career never ended and he didn't die <laughs> you know he's still making money he's still out there doing shit you well, know well i mean that's the thing though it it might his career might end i don't think it's so far-fetched like this is his next project if this shit don't this might be it for him i and that's okay to me it's like I, it's okay if that's what happens like I'm, I'm not like i'm not trying to uh mm-hmm. i'm not trying to uh act like it's not happening i'm sure it's happening i'm sure doors are closed for him harder to get funding blah 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 but this is definitely a last last ditch effort and you're right people come together for black straight black men because spike lee was standing over his shoulder while this was happening you know spike lee is there to be like hey you guys like me right and i'm here if i think if i'm here with nate parker then it must not be that bad you know but yeah absolutely i could i could definitely see this ending his career like if he says some fucked up shit on this press run that that's it you know because it's not like these movies he doing he getting tom hanks to be in the shit like it's the nigga from power and shit like this ain't exactly star power right now you know mm-hmm. no no offense to him but you know um so we'll see what happens man but yeah he uh and, and i mean and of course like you said i mean he didn't quote unquote stop working he did create a whole ass movie so things were happening but it wasn't happening like it was before it's cool. not I agree now i agree with that it's like it's a big ass difference between <laughs> between what how his career was going yeah and what it's doing now yeah them <laughs> right. phone calls slowed down and responses slowed down all the connections was yeah. like we're not responding no more so i can truly uh see that and i do agree with you that this is a last uh ditch effort um but it, how can i say this uh even if this flops and fails um i could see him getting another chance oh, and or i could see nobody fucking with him again and him just going into obscurity he didn't he, you know nobody quote-unquote gets, ever gets canceled in my book you know i could see it going either way so what is canceled then because i'm like earlier you said he didn't die then you said like so what is the expectation then because you know and the thing about being canceled it varies per person like like mm-hmm. it's uh, so i it's hard to actually have a definition and what defines cancel is canceled when you're no longer in a news cycle it's canceled when you die it's canceled you know like like we people say cancel but nobody actually has given me a pure definition well i'm asking of you cancel. i'm asking you because you're the one that's using the word oh am i so def- what are you looking for from nate for nate parker like what do you want to see him die you know i mentioned I mean, that earlier I, I i don't my thing is because i don't have a I don't have really have a clear definition of it and I really believe nobody gets canceled because just because you protest and you get them offline and they quote unquote go away do they really go away no so in my mind they're not they're not quote unquote canceled mm. like the, the what the my definition of it. and I know that might sound wild yeah I'm asking for people, your definition because you you keep skipping over you just go nobody gets canceled I'm like what is canceled nobody gets canceled what is canceled you just keep going to you just keep going oh well what in my definition of cancel maybe my definition of cancel is people just don't want you to be able to work again 
and that's unrealistic in my opinion so that's why i say nobody gets canceled nobody and by work do you mean work in the industry do right you work work in the industry or just make a living because some people actually just don't want these people to ever make a living just die broken because it's so extreme on the internet sometimes so i'm like how far do y'all want this to go <laughs> yeah is that what you want out of no this is, no that's oh, i'm just asking because uh i think I, when i think of canceled that's i guess i have a different definition because i i do think canceled is like not working within your industry um but i don't think of it as like die or go to jail or uh whatever you know what i mean like i don't think and then the whole thing with cancel culture and which is a thing you know people mm-hmm. say it's not but it's a thing mm-hmm. the whole the whole thing with cancel culture i mean it might not be this demagogue demonized thing uh that people try to turn it into in order to be against it where they're like cancel culture is the worst it's like they out here taking people jobs like nah 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 nah. it might not be that like i don't think it's the most it's it's real the intent is real the The results may vary and and quite often quite often do not have harsh results Mm -mm. but um my thing with the whole cancel culture whatever is that there's not a way back for people right unless you already like them and then we just make it so that you can always come back so right, you just make an excuse so yeah, you know yeah. my thing is nobody gets canceled and nobody actually has a clear not that we would ever get a clear-cut definition because it's, it's well it's, i i was gonna i was i was saying something i would i would say that there are people that do get canceled as in they they just they i think you get canceled like a tv show like okay like that does a tv show can get canceled it can get brought back like it doesn't mean it's over forever people think cancel the problem is people's anger stays forever so they go well if my anger wasn't able to have a forever impact on said person for where they did not were never in the cultural like awareness again and so they count that as like a loss but if we think about it man like cancel culture quote unquote has cost people some shit and rightfully so this is not a complaint this is not a you niggas like Mm -hmm. no 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 i think it should cost you some shit when you do some of these things people the problem is people think nothing should happen to the folks but right but the truth of the matter is louis ck lost millions of dollars Mm -hmm. behind that shit yeah he should like they want you to feel bad about it but it's like nah that's about right dog like it ain't like he went to jail nobody physically like killed him or anything he i know he'll work again so i to me that was never on the table i never think of cancellation as this person won't work again i just go it'll be a while and maybe your show gets renewed you know maybe they bring it back and reboot it and maybe but, they don't right yeah but but most of the 99 percent of the time is coming back yes it is because because you just can't so cancellation to me is like a temporary hit okay. that people take like nate parker got quote unquote canceled for two or three years that okay that's like that's what happens like you weren't able to get work like you were you weren't able to get paid like you were you had to go produce your own shit uh because nobody wanted to do no shit for you yeah that's what happens and and i'm like i think that's okay to admit that folks get canceled but it's just not this like i've seen people say what you said which is like they didn't die i'm like that was never on the table and and that was my thing <laughs> i don't know like i say i really nobody ever gave me a definition and when you listen to the extremes that that's how they sound they're like die just don't exist you like the fuck are you talking about idiot this makes no goddamn sense this is stupid yeah that's why people dismiss those folks but you can't really you can't listen to those people and then at the end of the day because they're so unrealistic i think that's why sometimes people don't get any consequences because folks are like 
well what you want is so ridiculous that we're not even going to listen to you at all and so we're just going to pretend like this guy's did nothing happen you know which is which is wild to me but still anyway he back um, yeah and uh before you move on mm-hmm. what you said makes sense because when shows get canceled they get rebooted and when they get rebooted they come back a lot of times when they come back sometimes the reboot is better sometimes the reboot is worse you don't know what you're gonna get but you get to come back so that definition to cancel i i, I can kind of wrap my mind around I expect, that i expect chris at michelle to come back like but 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 we can't but but see the thing is i guess what i'm trying to say is when you say nobody gets canceled and a lot of people say i say it because i you know nobody gets canceled in the way that people say they get canceled like like this like forever gone shit but there are consequences yes and people do pay the consequences Mm -hmm. and so i don't want to jump to the extreme because what happens is people that that want to defend the her online harassment and dragging of these celebrities and shit they always go cancel culture isn't real and they yell it at you and shit it's not real okay it's not real. It real and it's like nah it's real because it has been effective some people have had ill results some most of the time deservedly so but because of these things so let's not pretend like it's just i can go out here and call people 27 versions of bitch and call their job and get them fired and go it's not real they'll be okay nah they'll they will have been injured by that and that's the whole point of what these folks are doing sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not you know it's unwarranted we've talked about people on the show where folks like got the wrong person fired or called the wrong store and threatened them and shit or you know or just the the fact that the there's other people that use the shit the other way and uh harass journalists and things Mm -hmm. of this nature so it's not all you know it's not always a good thing unless you know you don't like the person that's having it to agree rick ross's 17 year old daughter is pregnant and rick ross is unhappy and embarrassed so he unfollowed her on social media toxic masculinity i think you said it i think that's i think and that's I, it right and, there. and i will continue to say that because you and, bec- and, and not to go on that tangent it's it's funny how niggas like 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 to have sex with women they like to have sex with women then they have these daughters and they look at their daughters and a lot of times men look at the daughters and they have flashbacks of how bad they treated women how they cheated on women how they mistreated women how they called them bitches and whores and all that shit like 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 they they like they they'll go back and they'll think of their past and that's why a lot of men are very hard and harsh on their daughters because they they don't want you to be that whore that all the dudes desire and then they don't want you to be out here fucking and all that stuff so that's why they do ignorance like that dude on the internet that that uh whooped his child uh uh and beat his child because he found out she was having sex and put it all online that toxic masculinity is fucking dangerous you know she got pregnant okay she won't be the she's the first teenager to get pregnant she won't be the last teenager to get pregnant and you know what you're her dad you're supposed to be there to support her but what do you turn around and do you go nah bitch you out here fucking you making me look bad to who to who to your boys who fuck about them she needs you yep um and so uh it's it's funny because i mean rick ross is a dude that raps about womanizing consistently constantly um definitely um you know obviously we remember that that time he had uh lost his reebok sponsorship uh when he said he put molly in all of her champagne she didn't even know i took her home and i enjoyed that she didn't even know it um you know so he's like a dude that's talked about blatant (laughs) rampant misogyny so you know he he doesn't respect women and then 
and or he respects women that live in a certain type of bubble and these dudes want to live that lifestyle portray that shit to their kids his daughter not in living in a bubble she knows who her daddy is and then they want their kids to be like some type of chaste like respectability ass child you know like you're you got tattoos on rapping about drugs and shit and like money and women and fucking and and drinking and i'm supposed to be like what a sunday school kid right and 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 like i said because it's the internet you know that unfollowing her is a big thing for the internet you know because times have changed uh but my thing is that's not gonna race to being your daughter that's not gonna race the jokes nigga the jokes gonna come it don't like 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 okay and what and what so you know all of a sudden it's fuck your grandkid like i i don't comprehend i i don't comprehend this um and as uh somebody who was shamed and you know called whores by my family and shit after the first time i became intimate somebody who actually went through the heartache and the pain and feeling like your body is dirty and something's goddamn wrong with you for having sexual desires is somebody who went through that you know it's very frustrating and it irritates me uh uh when it comes to parents who be like you can talk to me about anything don't lie to your goddamn kids no they can't right now i'm a, now i'm gonna embarrass you in front of everybody because you're pregnant i'm in it i'm a goddamn embarrassment right. i'm your fucking kid in her instagram story leviston uh shared a picture of a clearly pregnant toy uh, along with another post celebrating the news that's her uh i guess her boy uh her her mother Lestonia leviston and it said oh wait one more thing congrats on an order to my prego's baby uh while the mother and daughter may be excited about the new life coming on a uh one other person close to the situation apparently is not that person is father rick ross according to the gossip twins the miami rapper is embarrassed and unhappy about his daughter being pregnant at such a young age he unfollowed her on social media clearing his social media of any pictures of mention of her as well wow so, so you basically going to erase her out of your life like so so this is what you're telling me you're telling me that the the opinions and the views of men mm-hmm and 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 their fucked up views about most most men fucked up views about women anyway you're gonna let that impact the relationship with your daughter and also the thing is you end up losing your daughter forever get old and then wonder why nobody comes visit you i i got family members like this i love them dearly but they got old wonder why nobody can visit you them why they won't bring your kids by because you're mean and you're fucking hateful and when i was young i refused to let you know my kids go through the same shit because you haven't changed you're the same person like that shit is real and hurt people hurt people and he's hurt and he don't know how to deal with his pain and because he don't know how to deal with his pain he's lashing out at his own child he's not the only one it's broke niggas do the same goddamn thing mm-hmm. now i don't know if this is rick ross's instagram it seems like it is uh, i guess rich forever is his instagram with 10 million followers on it um and i wonder if he got any videos on here of women you know any pictures of him with with women and stuff this is this is him with jordan woods <laughs> um i guess for a video shoot or something Yeah, because as as a woman working and dealing with him i would look at him completely different now let's say i was a teenage mom you're dealing with me as an adult but let's say i was a teenage mom 
i will look at you completely different well that's what i wonder how many people is already looking at him like this though you know i don't think he's really been secret about it the other thing too i find interesting is like he can promote and use sex to sell what he does but his daughter actually had sex and he's gonna fucking disown her you know like if she would have done a crime he would he would have been okay with her like selling drugs more than he would have her getting pregnant and uh i think it all comes back down to the idea that other men see her differently now and see him by proxy differently because you didn't stop your daughter from getting pregnant so therefore you're a failure as a man and that's what it's really about he's embarrassed about what other men are going to think about him as my guess maybe it's you know because i because just the way he lives and the way he talks i have a hard time believing that rick ross is also this very sanctimonious like no not in my house we don't do stuff like that like the way he lives and talks and i mean i think he just talked about those seizures he had was from uh drugs or or something like like so he's not this guy who's like mr clean living so now you have to say oh this is really about a woman that you quote unquote own is uh making you look bad so she gotta go yeah a woman you can't control a woman you can't dictate to because when it comes to women uh particularly people and we're all a product of patriarchy please don't get me wrong but uh and i and i'm trying to break that out of me you know because it's it's just one of those things that you brought in it and you're raised in it Mm -hmm. and you have to deprogram yourself and it's a very hard process to deprogram yourself and it's very frustrating um once you know better you're required to do better um and you can't go back and so for me it's very uh frustrating uh to 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 see the judgment from him when she's probably looking at you going but daddy you ain't perfect and you're supposed to be her father even if your kid fuck up so you're supposed to be her father dog like that's so wild to me to right. just to do some shit like that to the person that you're supposed to love like i don't know what their relationship is but damn that would fucking suck right and then the thing is his hurt and disappointment that's a valid feeling i'm not dismissing feelings at all that's very valid any parent will be disappointed but the thing is you have to get past that disappointment and go well what do we do now and she's looking for you for guidance and help for her to get through the situation and now more than ever she needs love and you're actually taking that away from her and what's so fucked up is that these dudes that you put before your family them dudes don't give a fuck about your family like 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 they don't care they don't live in your household they don't interact like they do not care and it's hard for men to realize that the the views and the opinion of your boys don't mean jack squat to your family members i don't give a fuck about them i care about you you the man i'm looking at right now i care about you yep and what's crazy is why you out here worried about the people what they gonna say your industry or your phone or your whatever and your your peer group um all these things have the same problems happening to them the same things nobody's nobody's special nobody's exempt they got some other shit that you know but but you can handle it like an adult or you can do some petty shit like unfollow your daughter on instagram which is so ridiculous right and then you know you get to the point to where you end up losing this family support and end up being alone and then you know because of toxic masculinity you'll never admit that you were the one that pushed and ran these people away it's going to be all them bitches fault 
walmart is going to stop selling ammunition for assault rifles and handguns and will ban customers from carrying firearms inside the stores they announced this today what they will also stop selling handguns in alaska the only state where they sell them the only the only state that they sell them that they sell handguns you can buy a oh. shotgun and uh some places you can even buy a rifle assault rifle there yeah you ought to yeah because they had that fucking panic in there still with that fucking idiot talking about i just want to do that no 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 weapons on the fucking grounds after selling through our current inventory commitments we will discontinue sales of short barrel fire ammunition such as 22.3 caliber and 5.56 caliber that while commonly used in some hunting rifles can also be used in large capacity clips on military style weapons he wrote uh said doug mcmillan the uh the uh mcmillan the uh ceo um we know these decisions will inconvenience some of our customers and we hope they will understand as a company we experienced two horrific horrific events in one week and we will never be the same he said walmart's country's biggest seller ammunition accounting for 20 percent of it good god i didn't a, a i didn't realize that and uh b you don't make moves like this unless stocks and fall you don't do this shit unless people start protesting be like i'm not i'm not going to a fucking walmart again because i don't know if nobody's gonna walk in there and shoot shoot my ass up trying to prove a goddamn point like i i want to shop in peace like i I go to the grocery store and guess what there's a lot more people that even if they have guns they think this shit is stupid and they want to feel fucking safe moving around a fucking walmart also um i i can imagine having two massacres take place in different walmarts within a week of each other it's hard to ignore like it just gets real in a way that for a lot of people these problems aren't real but this problem is growing and it's spreading and it's hitting more and more people and it's happening more and more often i, I was watching this uh docuseries on showtime uh showtime has a app called showtime anytime and if since we already have it on our cable package mm-hmm. i'm able to use it so okay. I, I went ahead and got an xbox one and the roku and stuff and went ahead and did it so i'm looking for series to watch and there's a there's a series called active shooter it's a docuseries and what they do is they go through a one of these mass shootings and they go through like one in per episode and the episode is about an hour long um and i only watched the first one you know it's probably not something i'm gonna be able to watch like binge it because it's just such a right depressing topic for me but i was able to watch the first one and it was about the aurora shooting which sounds like a million years ago right you guys may not remember aurora colorado where it happened but it was the uh it was one of the first mass shootings that really shocked the public consciousness at the Columbine. It was uh when the Dark Knight Rises, I think, came mm-hmm. out, or maybe it was just the Dark Knight. No, it was when the Dark, Dark Knight, Knight came out. Yep. And uh midnight showing, wouldn't it? It was a midnight showing and a man shot up a movie theater. Uh he shot uh he shot seventy people in ninety seconds. A minute and a half, y'all. Um and then walked outside and the police stopped him at his car and he uh gave himself up and went to jail he's still in jail i believe i don't think i don't even know if he got the death penalty but um yeah so like but when you listen to what they talk about the fact that especially at that time but probably still you don't there's no way for anyone to possibly prepare on a whim's notice for 70 injuries gunshot wounds from these high caliber all at the same time high caliber ammunition 
um so they're talking about the fact that they're running out of ambulances they had to break protocol and start taking people to the hospital in police cars bleeding out um the fact that uh when a person is shot with a gun they need the police to be on the scene the paramedics need to be on the scene it was something like within two minutes or something like that or like it was some short period of time and of course people were laying there for 10 20 minutes for help you know um like just the chaos of who's the shooter where are they can we get them in custody can we start helping people right while this person is out we don't know i'm helping it might get shot too right um so there's just a ton of stuff there was uh just the hospitals and the medical facilities they don't have enough enough rooms enough uh doctors enough surgeons to do all this work at the same time so you bring in two people with headshot trauma we might not have two brain surgeons come on so we really are picking between one person who's gonna live and one person who's gonna die right there you know um and then with so many doctors like there were one there was once one doctor and these doctors and these police officers they were breaking out crying and the reason you would think like well they've been on the force so long this this thing happened so many years ago but they really have like trauma from this stuff ptsd yeah and i don't i don't even want to say i mean ptsd is what is one like it's definitely a thing i'm not saying Mm they don't have ptsd but i'm i'm trying to speak to something different i'm talking trauma not like oh because i thought of this it put me back in that same place but just that if you watch people die you should be traumatically affected by the shit agree and so no to think of how senseless this is that even these professionals who see death every fucking day in their line in the line of duty like uh especially in a hospital you're gonna see people sick you're gonna see people you know to see them crying because they're just like people shouldn't die like this like this is so senseless and pointless and we were so overwhelmed and there's nothing you can do when you gotta you're literally making choices like there were people who they worked on their body to heal them like we need to get their organs inside we need to do this we need to do that and then you finish that and they're like okay now we need to take them into brain surgery oh we can't that that we only have one person that can do that so we just did all this work and this person's gonna die you know um and so anyway we talk about all that stuff and walmart having two of those i bet you they had to do stuff like the ceos had to come out the the, those people that are like ceos probably had to come out to those branches of walmart's Mm -hmm. walk through talk to the employees i bet you they had to do that shit you know and And they looked them people in the eyes and them traumatized employees and i bet you um that was probably a big part of this you know because i don't know if the stock went down or not and the way that people love guns this may hurt their stock honestly way more than uh selling the shit that's true you know the way that because you got to consider selling guns after these shootings is a status quo you know dick sporting goods was the one that was like hey we not doing it no more just last year you know and i haven't it's not like they went out of business overnight or anything but you know and i think maybe their stocks raised in the moment but the point being like yo somebody has to do something and the government's never gonna do it the corrupt politicians are never gonna do it and the people aren't willing to do it because they love their guns too much so i guess walmart the fucking big evil corporation that people say wants money over everything fucking walmart came to its senses before our government did ain't that some shit a corporation that was like we could keep making money off of these bullets but 
you know what it's not worth the cost of lives meanwhile fucking mitch mcconnell is like i'm not signing any legislation that restricts guns unless the president signs out first like what how does that even work do your fucking job so anyway good good for them i don't i mean who knows what kind of impact it'll have i don't know that open carry is uh gonna stop a mass shooter or not uh the real only solution and like i said i know people don't like when i say this take all the fucking guns it's the only solution it's the only solution we've seen every scenario that people promised was gonna play out well if we have a good guy with a gun that nothing will happen more people get shot nobody the good guy with the gun is there's not enough and there's not uh training and they're not always constantly on vigil and prepared for a fucking rambo shootout in the middle of a goddamn store and they're normally walking around with maybe a concealed handgun maybe a gun a handgun on their waist like they're not ready for no fucking ar-15 with these all these uh different um, adjustments on them to make them killing even more efficient killing machines no one's ready for that and there's no excuse that anyone should have to have one for any fucking reason other than to go to war period it's the only fucking reason everybody should get a fucking musket at this rate you want to go kill a deer fucking learn how to stuff some shit with some gunpowder um all right let's see what else we got to talk about um i'm not even reading all this shit because it's a 41 minute 72 page read but uh sean king had his own sean king financial review board panel comprised of uh uh some people that you may have heard of some people you, you definitely heard of and some people you never heard of who uh, apparently he said went through his finances and analyzed the 34.5 million dollars he raised for families charities causes and campaigns and and how he never spent a dime of it and they say they even got his tax returns and all this type of stuff and uh this will change nothing mm-hmm i like i didn't even start to i didn't even get a chance to read it. i like said oh okay he put this out mm good for him i guess we'll see uh i mean because i was looking at some of the names of the people on there and i was like like tamika mallory is on there and she's one of the people that was uh behind the women's march so i was like okay well that's a pretty big name signing on to something like this and uh yeah i want to say within uh 35 45 seconds of me tweeting that people was like yeah uh so amani gandy's already pointed out some problems and some things that they didn't put in the report and i was like all right well fuck it back to square one with sean king so there you go guys grand opening grand closing because i definitely ain't reading all that shit Mm-mm. which i guess and, is half of the battle right and a it's long most people are not going to read it and b if they believe you they still gonna believe you they don't they don't like it don't matter yep. what the fuck those numbers say it wouldn't matter if you had an independent investigator do it nobody's gonna believe you if they choose not to and they're gonna believe you if they already believe you and it's him calling the people independent but then he picked the people so people gonna have problems so with it's that. not even like what is an independent investigation when it's other people that you picked telling telling us and, and at the end of the day like he still got weird shit about him i don't give a fuck what like there's nothing he can do about the like he had a thing where he was gonna climb a mountain and he raised money for that like one why are white people giving him money for that what's wrong with y'all that's not even a fucking cause it's not even a thing and then apparently he didn't climb the mountain anyway or whatever like something happened with that money because something's always funny with his money 
or as Aaron Rand Freeman told me, it's hilarious. He got hilarious money. Like <laughs> that's hilarious. His money. his money is is too is too is too outrageous, dog. Is is thigh slapping, and so and yeah, everybody I know that supports him supports him no matter what is being ha- being said. And everybody that don't fuck with him fucks don't fuck with him no matter what is being said. So anyway, thought you guys might want to know. Yeah, um, don't change people's opinion. Karen, mm-hmm. are black women allowed to be introverted? No, black women aren't allowed to be introverted. By Sequoia Holmes on b e s e dot com, b c Bessie. I don't know how you pronounce this. Um, I don't think Sequoia likes me. It's something I've heard secondhand my entire life, and most times it isn't true. While the statement is annoying, it wasn't consequential until I became an adult in the workplace. As a self-identified introverted black woman navigating mostly white spaces, I often find that my peers and coworkers have preconceived assumptions about who I am based on my black womanhood. Mm-hmm. When I fail to live up to the funny, entertaining, sassy black woman stereotype, they're quick to assume my failure to entertain is because I don't like them. That This isn't a huge problem until it's time for peer reviews promotions or layoffs then it quickly becomes an insidious dehumanization tool that can result in job termination because black women are not afforded the luxury of introversion especially not in the workplace i'm used to feeling discriminated against because of my race and gender but i'm only starting to understand that being an introverted black woman has also been a source of discrimination throughout my life from being roped into sassy banter with my white gay male co-worker because that's what i'm expected to do to having my biggest criticism be you should talk more black women are not allowed to exist in peace without providing entertainment to others particularly not in the workplace where our livelihoods are at stake these unfair expectations begin in childhood mm-hmm. when i was a kid in middle school my non-black friends always wanted me to teach them how to dance because isn't that what you blacks do and then i would ref- when i would refuse they called me boring or an oreo it was as if my job was to entertain them and when i couldn't i was useless unfortunately these same middle school kids grow up to be adults who hold those same notions of what black women are like and how they should behave yeah that shit goes all the way back to slavery straight up white black women's place in white people's household is to take care of them and entertain them and shit for about a year and a half i worked at a big name digital media company where we were told to bring your true self to work i did oh so google huh i thought everything was going well until my first end of the year review the biggest critique i received is that i didn't speak enough not that i wasn't good at my job not that i wasn't hitting numbers not but that i didn't speak enough shortly after receiving that criticism i was laid off yep yep that's how i be as an introvert myself not a black woman i definitely have dealt with uh people that uh have encouraged me to speak more at work under the idea that i must not like it there or i must not like them because i'm just not always out and about and i'm just not the black person they have in mind i've we've all seen the black person they have in mind you go to a company christmas party and that's the motherfucker hitting the electric slide or doing karaoke nothing wrong with that black person not that's not a not a knock on them but all of us ain't that black person right and a lot of times when people do that shit that's their insecurities like they're 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 taking their insecurities and pulling them upon you and it's very frustrating uh to deal with uh i'm an extrovert but when i'm at work i'm not the same person you're paying me to be here and you're not paying me to tap dance nor entertain you i'm not mean and nasty but y'all been through that where they want you to talk more but but it's almost like a fine line don't talk too much though you talk right. too much is a problem and that's really what made so I said, me fuck it i sit here and be quiet 
that's really what made me uh more quiet at work was you don't got to tell hit me but once right and i'm not going through this cycle with you over and over so like if you tell me hey speak more talk more get to know everybody i'll do it i'll try but every time i've done that within a little bit it becomes oh well, you you know you talking a little too much you know i saw you was away from your desk or i saw you was on the phone i'm like now bitch you told me to start doing i was cool coming in putting my headphones in and just sticking to looking at my computer screen i'm fine with that i don't need to be a center of attention at any level and yet when uh like i said when i have made those connections with the co-workers or whatever because people like me when they get to know me they mm-hmm. want to come over to my desk mm-hmm. and talk to me and they want to they think about shit to bring up to me and shit like that and then all of a sudden it's too much now i'm in trouble now i'm you know now i'm being reprimanded for you know being too much of a busybody and shit so i'm like yeah i prefer to just stick to my routine and it's fucked up because corporate america beat it out of me it wasn't yep it wasn't like i showed up and was like i'm not talking to nobody mm-hmm. nah you gave me enough mixed signals that where i said let me go back to my default which is i come in do my job and don't fuck with nobody that's exactly what i do like all, all, all jokes like that's exactly what i do if you speak to me i'm nice and friendly what i don't do is go out of my way to get to know nobody if i get to know you it's gonna be naturally i don't go to the coffee room at the break time i don't take lunch at the height of lunch i don't want to talk and communicate with you because then it becomes into you prying into my personal life right and i i'm a person that's been laid off twice and i think i would not be surprised if some of that does have to do with my introversion because i'm not the outgoing let me you know let me entertain you you know type of person but if you come over and talk to me at my desk like you'll always find a nice conversation i'm never rude or anything like Mm -hmm. that but yeah there is a default assumption of you don't like me you don't like it here and i had to deal with insecure bosses like that Mm -hmm. where like i had a boss that would cuss in meetings and go off about stuff and not at me he'd just be cussing in general like that was his way of endearing himself to everyone like all these fucking you know longshoremen they're fucking up this thing and like huh and i'll be like yeah fuck those guys whoa 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 right calm down i'm not trying to and i'm like calm down nigga you the one cussing and yelling all i said all i did was agree with you you know and that's when i was like oh he has insecurities about me being this big black guy he thinks somehow i'm just as 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 liberal and up north white man as he is he still thinks i'm some type of fucking like uh i don't know some type of like angry black thug you know like i got a fucking degree i've done this job for almost 10 years and you still think it you know think that of me so this is not to say that i was laid off because i didn't speak out enough often enough but it felt as though i was being reprimanded for being introverted it was like my personality type was somehow unacceptable although my actual work was never criticized yeah that's the other thing i've never been laid off because i did a bad job Mm -hmm. never lost a job for doing a bad job when i considered the rest of my team members other people were quiet as well a vietnamese team member spoke up about as often as i did but did not receive the same criticism that i had probably the uh, model minority thing uh oh she's so studious and working so hard although it's false asian women are often perceived to be quiet and submissive by white people so her behavior didn't challenge their stereotypical views i'm left to assume the preconceived notions about being black and asian women are the uh about both black and asian women are the reason behind our 
differences and criticism based on similar behavior i know what this sounds like boohoo you have to be nice to your boss who doesn't but it's bigger than that these expectations are put on people of all races and gender white men are given the freedom to act however they like Mm -hmm. as long as they're good at their job and sometimes even if they aren't because they're seen as individuals and not stereotyped a hundred percent agreed oh yeah everybody probably got a crazy ass story about a white co-worker a white dude co-worker especially I mean, I've, had, I've seen it with white women too mm-hmm. but white dude co-workers are on some other next level shit like I, I there was a dude who came to we had to do mandatory overtime on saturday this motherfucker showed up late and not wearing the right clothes and he told them i fell asleep fishing and i got drunk and so that's why i woke up i came straight here but i came late and they laughed in the meeting he didn't get pulled to the side it wasn't meanwhile if i was five minutes late it was like world war three like can we talk to you for a second i noticed that you were five minutes late i'm like nigga i noticed too it wasn't on purpose like what the fuck are we doing right now <laughs> i'll stay five minutes longer like it'll be okay but this motherfucker literally came and i was looking around the room like dave Chappelle in that dylan uh gif uh where he has his mouth wide open like i was looking at everybody like oh y'all don't see this Mm-mm. like how is this possible did this just happen uh i've experienced white men who speak over me every time i talk but they always perceived I'm, they aren't perceived as rude i've experienced white men who have bad attitudes but they hit their numbers so it's all good being good at your job and keeping things professional should be always required to avoid negative criticism but that only seems to be true for white men because of instances like the aforementioned i lean into social conversation at work i've gone out of my way to make small talk with my desk neighbors i've laughed harder than usual at my co-workers jokes and i've even cracked a few of my own as a result of my efforts at the end of the workday, i am drained both physically and emotionally right that's for introvert that's fucking exhausting I mean, yeah for, yeah for somebody's an introvert yes it is uh it feels shitty to keep up an extroverted facade for the sake of play to palatability and making other people more comfortable but it feels even shittier to fear being let go because people don't find me entertaining enough when i'm supposed to be oh absolutely man i know i used to be like certain jobs i would be so tired afterwards you know and i'm and i would say that i'm a uh introvert but like i can i have extroverted qualities obviously i do this podcast you guys mm-hmm. have seen us at live shows and i don't know why people think introverts just ball up in the night stay in the house all day they actually do get out and function but yeah. a lot of people when you tell them you're an introvert they're like but you stand on stage it's like yes bitch i do i, I stand on stage i teach i do these great things but it does not mean i can't do that and still be an introvert like that's yeah people, i don't know why people think that th- those jobs comedian there's comedian there's a bunch of people who do pu- live public lives that you go wow i love this celebrity and it's like yeah they're actually an introvert though like part of that finding those words inside of you finding the, that perspective inside of you that you know go like a lot of that stuff staying in your head coming up with all this art you know a lot of that stuff is introverted type of uh leanings you know mm-hmm. so it's not like people always perceive it as like this really weird socially awkward like mm-hmm. horrible type of like you know just 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 you know this like stuttering stammering type of person it's like no it's not that it's but it just costs me a little more than it costs somebody that's naturally like some people get energized by groups some people get de-energized drained by groups i get drained um from time to time i have to remind myself and others that my time and energy are mine and mine only 
it is not my job to entertain anyone regardless of how i perceive without well all that is true i'm forced to balance the fact that while with other people's discomfort and implicit bias to have a career is mentally draining it's true black women aren't rewarded for introversion but being aware of the issue is the first step to changing it the millennial generation has the opportunity to let black girls or anyone else be exactly who they are all the time we as black women can start by avoiding policing the way other people display their black womanhood we can reward people for being exactly who they are and offset some of the emotional labor many of us fight through every day in the workplace so yeah i thought that was uh kind of a cool um kind of a cool article what'd you think about it it, and 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 as somebody that's an extrovert, mm-hmm. um, and 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 it's not to, and, and and I'm not saying dismissive at all, because of my personality. That's something I've never really processed. Like okay. you know, from that. So perspective. you've never dealt with this, really, right? And 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 what I mean that dealt with it like that is like because I'm such a bubbly and outgoing type of person and type of personality. Like I said, the the thing I'll tell you about before is was just to try to find a balance in the working environment but if you just let me be myself yes i'm bubbly i'm outgoing you know i speak to everybody i'm friendly i'm not rude mean or nasty um and it's just some working environments they just kind of like you said beat that piece out of you where i'm actually an extrovert but you know if the environment isn't a good environment where they just want numbers and productivity yeah it'll make a, a extrovert or introvert where you be like you know what i'm not saying anything to anybody and truth be told for me personally uh the older i got i matured but initially that shit was fucking depressing for me because that's outside of my personality i'm not trying to be funny because it was like well shit i'm quiet all day i don't speak to nobody i don't say nothing like like it actually bothered me because like i said that's the opposite of my personality yeah and i know you so when you would say you do that i would always be like you know you don't have to do that you know like i understand how you how you have made this like you don't have to make your work a war zone um if, if especially if it's just if it's just harming you you know i think people out that don't know you you know they would uh, they would just be like yeah i understand go to work fuck them people don't say shit but i'm like that's not your natural personality so it's just hurting you and draining you and making you feel a certain way every fucking day and coming home with that you know um just like it would be draining me at work and i would have to come home with that shit like these dealing with these people all fucking day so yeah, and people don't realize when people are extroverts too a lot of times people always almost like the opposite they expect you to be the life of the party because that's what you quote unquote do but sometimes that's not what you want to do and sometimes um the uh like i said it, it was just the the i guess the working environment because like i said because you work in corporate america and corporate america is predominantly white they don't know you my quote-unquote extrovert is not viewed the same as white people's extrovert right you know Absolutely. and so because i understood that i had to find a balance that's why i quote-unquote became a, a kind of a workplace introvert and you right. know and outside of that i'm a completely different person like and i and i over the years i found friends at my jobs and things like that and they got to know me they was like girl you i was like yes i was like but i talked to you on my break or at lunch they was like but this particular part of me i said no 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 this this part of me will never be in the working environment because you aren't allowed to be free you aren't allowed to crack jokes somebody always take it too far somebody you know and also it's one of those things too because once people realize that you're an extrovert or particularly once people realize that you're quote-unquote funny you always have people that want to crack jokes and poke fun and shit like that when it's time to be serious. I know, bitch, mm, this is about work. No, no time for jokes. Or either some of them don't take you seriously. And you're like, no, no, what you're not going to do is not take me seriously. Like, fucking work. Also, it's just like a fear-based, like, you know, America being that it was founded on slavery, um, 
a lot of the corporate management techniques are throwbacks to slavery management techniques and so fear-based management is huge in america corporations Mm -hmm. and so you end up with people especially black people where it's almost like a uh i don't know like a uh what's the best way to call it's almost like a reflexive genetic type of feel like throwback to where you're like let me shut shit down let me just shut shit down get through the day get through the day i don't want to go through all this i don't want to be fighting because i made a joke i don't want to be right i don't want people pissed off at me because i spent four minutes in the coffee room instead of two minutes in the coffee room so i won't take my black ass in the coffee room right right and so i think people get kind of defensive and feel that way at, at work i don't think we're alone in that but i think also like um there's a cost to all that and you and, and also that's one of the reasons i think a lot of times we're not getting promotions we're not even playing that game we know the mm-hmm. black people that do play that game mm-hmm. it's not every black person that's playing that game of like yo i'm trying to move up and because we're black they're not gonna move us up unless you're playing that game when you're white they do that like there's all kinds of white people we look up like how the fuck this nigga get a magic job because he white they just do it they just move they they see potential in these people whether they present it or not so anyway um all right let's get into another segment um let's do some fucking with black people just fucking with those black people we're just fucking those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all love to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe and we'll sign points for zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay north carolina team registered people to vote as they waited in line for popeyes a black boy 17 year old david ledbetter looked at the large crowd outside of popeyes looking for that sandwich and said it's an opportunity to register some people to vote all week i've been seeing people waiting in line for popeyes chicken sandwich so we thought that we should register people to vote while they waited ledbetter told because of them we can the high school senior said that his interest in getting others politically involved started a while ago after being one of the few young people in attendance at a caucus meeting i once attended a caucus meeting in charlotte and i noticed the lack of young people present i wanted to start an initiative to allow more youth to become politically involved so i thought registering people to vote and handing out information on voting would be the best way to engage he was happy to find that the majority of people he encountered in line were already registered to vote he managed to register 16 individuals due to the fact that most were already registered um ledbetter turned eight turns 18 next march and is looking forward to casting his first vote in uh november until then he plans to return to popeyes and other heavily populated areas to make sure other young people his age and beyond are informed and registered zero to a hundred karen a fucking hundred a hundred for this little black boy mm-hmm. uh, uh, a hundred and and it's it's not your fault baby but but niggas kill me with this stand in the line for the shoes and stand in the line for the chicken like black people don't stand in line to fucking vote for hours because we don't have enough fucking polling places because they adjust the hours and they take the goddamn hours away yes most of us is registered to vote my nigga because we vote we vote we vote black people vote yes you will find people that are not registered to vote don't get me wrong 
but Popeyes, I want goddamn chicken. I ain't not trying to be funny. I don't want no piece of paper. That, that's not the place to ask me and my resident to vote. I want a two-piece with my, with my spicy and I, I don't give a fuck about your voting, baby. I, I'm, I'm sorry. That's not the time and the place for it. Maybe this bothers me because so many niggas was online with that false equivalent bullshit. It got on my nerves. It, it, it just angered me because anytime we have any joy, somebody got to be like, well, y'all niggas don't vote. Bitch, I vote. I vote. It's very frustrating and it's very annoying to me. I'm sorry. It, it just annoyed me the way people overreacted online about anything we do. It, it very it frustrates me. Anything that comes out. You stand in line for Beyonce tickets. Bitch, yes, I did. And I vote too. Can't I do both? That like we can't do multiple things. Like we're fucking stupid and inferior. Yeah, we definitely do both. And uh, what I find interesting is that the people that always say that shit they always like there's no right answer you know it doesn't matter what as long as black people are having joy there's someone to show up and be like hey let me shit on this real quick and they don't really care and mean that about voting most of the people that say that kind of stuff if you look at them they're not big on voting they're not talking about politics a lot it's an it's an anti-black mark to just throw at black people like oh cool let me just throw this comment your way and it'll affect you and make you emotional you'll be upset and i feel like i'm more superior to you blacks because i been the one who brought it up but they but you look at those people's timelines not many of them was hotels many of them you know y'all don't support black businesses the way y'all like well honestly dog if you make a fly ass chicken sandwich uh we will be standing outside the motherfucker trying to get one and like that's i know you're not making that up you know so um now personally karen i hate to part ways with you on this but i feel a little bit differently than you i'm not fucked with it all so i guess very differently than you Mm -hmm. and the reason i think i'm not fucked with it all is because i think this enterprising young man did something that was cool like like to me this is the answer to people being like oh and then motherfuckers don't even be registered to vote but they be in popeyes and he said you know what dog you know what maybe you're right maybe there's a handful of people in there that's not registered to vote so i'm gonna go in there and register them you still got a problem because now everybody in this bitch voting and we getting popeyes is it a problem still you see what i'm saying like nothing i don't think anything bad happened and as long as he wasn't it from what i read it didn't sound like he was in there shaming anybody it didn't sound like he was in there being like you niggas don't vote like he was going hey this people keep saying this is an opportunity to get people registered to vote i'm gonna be real the day before i saw all the shit on twitter where people was using it to bash black people i remember thinking to myself like yo you know someone will be real smart like i was thinking i didn't think a kid i was actually thinking like a political organization but i was like somebody would be smart just to put the, the the like the uh paperwork and information just sit it in there like you don't gotta be out there telling everybody walking down the line but just sit it in there like shit i'm already standing in line for four hours maybe i get some fucking something actually fruitful to come from this shit (laughs) and whatever like i didn't i'm not as bothered by it but i i think it's also because it was a black kid who wasn't talking down on black people i think i would have felt differently if he would have said well i was i looked at that line of black people and said i know them niggas ain't voting like now if he would have said that i think i would have been like man fuck you but yeah and and you know and also that the thing is that 
people sound surprised that most of the niggas there were resident you was like yes bitch like like i, I think that and, and it's no anger against the child and i i, I know i know you, you mentioned and, it but it's just very frustrating to think that most of those people in the line were not already registered to vote what yeah. oh no i and well yeah you're talking about the internet perception right and the, the other thing i would caution down here that i would throw out there how many people was that was it like it wasn't everybody Mm-mm. it was that thing that happens on the internet what i like to call come smell this which is that <laughs> somebody says something shitty and then everybody else spends the rest of the day elevating that one person by going hey y'all come smell this come smell come smell what i just smelled doesn't this stink and you know and for me personally when i saw that shit i said i i know what stank smells like and you can keep that you know and i ne- i did not read any of those statuses i didn't interact with anyone i actually saw more people upset about it because i just don't keep that energy around me uh, i don't know if it's algorithms or what but you know that's the kind of thing where i see you say some shit like that and i cut you off immediately like oh don't want to see that kind of shit when i log into facebook or twitter or anywhere so you know i i, I personally was not as as bothered but i completely understand uh and have empathy and respect your 100 i just want you to to know that oh no 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 you're good i and i think that that's what my frustration is coming out more than anything is just it's like well god damn we y'all act like we can't do anything without somebody making an excuse of how we don't do yeah and he definitely i mean i also love that he was honest i was like oh nah it wasn't even that many people to register 16 people which is a good thing also the other thing i would like to throw out there um that the other reason i didn't address this online and i found all of that's talking to be stupid um one y'all keep too many of these people around you i'm sorry Mm -hmm. i'm so sorry to be the one to tell you but if you keep seeing stupid shit on your social media all the time like and i'm talking that hotel stupid shit that mm-hmm. shit that shit that's like offense stuff like that the memes of you right blacks don't vote and that's your fault i hate to tell you like you that you can curate that baby i hate to tell you like that because it sounds like i'm blaming the victim but come on you know who your stupid friends are and you let the motherfuckers kick it with you and you keep talking to them and you keep hanging around for whatever fucking reason i don't maybe they your family and your cousins well if they your family and cousins then don't fucking take a screenshot and put it all on twitter and you stupid motherfuckers out here saying that if that's your if that's your uncle then you know it keep that in uncle on uncle page because i just don't get it i don't get it man it's really like they get more they seem to have a bigger voice because of people reacting to them than actually because of their reach and maybe i you know like when i see somebody talk about Tariq nasheed i'm like what are you doing in a situation where you read up on Tariq nasheed what that's your fault i don't even see him every day you mad about Tariq nasheed you ain't muted and blocked and all the stuff that you're supposed to do to keep that away from you you the one with the issue so anyway um that's the first thing um and then the second thing uh is it it don't be true so i i looked on those lines don't only have black people in them so i don't even know what like how it became black people don't vote nigga everybody loves juicy fried chicken sandwiches Mm -hmm. it ain't just black people in them lines a bunch of people in them lines need to register to vote right or whatever you know whatever thing y'all were talking about that you need to do uh you know they, they, anyway the, y'all will get shoes 
niggas niggas don't just get shoes it's not only black people buying jordans what is happening right and the thing <laughs> is because it, it, you know it's very biased because y- y'all don't be like them white people down at that chick-fil-a why don't I go down there and see how many of these white folks ain't registered to vote black like there is and that's the other there is no black people eat chick-fil-a like there is no there is this is not the colored the colored section there is no restaurant that only has black or white uh people that go there except for cracker barrel there is no uh i'm just joking guys i'm right in i've had cracker barrel i'm black uh but no there there is no restaurant like that you know except for denny's so don't act like that (laughs) all right jesus uh janelle monet apologized for saying people should register to vote while they're waiting in line for a popeye's chicken sandwich god damn it <laughs> your fave y'all gonna cancel her it's <laughs> over nope. canceled Mm-mm, she's still fine nope if you tried to go to popeye's this past weekend chances are you blah 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 anyway let's get to what she said uh so she said perhaps we put voting booths at every popeye's location question mark she wrote on twitter while we wait for out on that sandwich you can register and vote at Popeye's Hollow. People saw a tweet aside from the controversial actress Cynthia Erivo, who said it was a, not a bad idea. Oh God! Oh God! No, not Cynthia. Cynthia, no, baby, no. Who is that? Cynthia Erivo's playing Harriet Tubman in the Harriet Tubman movie, oh. and she also has some issues with. They always go find her old comments about black people and versus. Uh, she's like african and from like the europe area or something so you know we have that whole like can a african can a woman a british black woman play a black uh slave as harriet tubman can that so we had that controversy and then people went and found like four old tweets of hers where she had said some shit and then uh in addition to that she co-signs janelle monet's hot hot mess tweet oh no baby no no not cynthia uh and then i saw the trailer for the harry tubman movie and y'all know it hurts me to say this because harry tubman is like my hero and i wanted a movie about her my whole life mm-hmm. i can't even say it y'all know y'all seen the trailer i haven't seen it i've seen the trailer it's i'll never get on here a lot of y'all and i would love to tell y'all that it was hot fire and i can't wait for it to drop but it was it was not it didn't grab me like like i thought it would so you know who would have played the hair a good harry tub and the same woman that played it on underground i ain't saying it's because of her uh portrayal of harry tubman it's just like the way they was looking to tell the story some of the special effects it just it was it didn't write because it it's a it's a certain way you have to tell a harriet tubman story i'm gonna have to wait for the harriet tubman demon slayer to drop um i guess i'm gonna have to wait for that movie all right anyway um so yeah um everybody reminded her that niggas do vote and all that shit and blah 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 and so um people weren't mad were, were happy with what she was saying Mm-mm um and so she said thanks to all of y'all all of you for calling me out or in and helping me remember and refocus on the bigger issues i love y'all keep teaching one another never be afraid to be wrong never be afraid to listen and learn uh she admitted that her tweets were insensitive and wrong now let me tell you something that's how you play the black twitter game 
you already one of their faves so you can't be canceled Mm -mm. so all you had to do was thank them for dragging your ass and their egos grew to sizes uh three sizes that day like the grinch's heart at the end of (laughs) the christmas because they were like we were recognized we were told that that calling you names helped so that was that was the best way to play it and now just like that it's like it never happened never happened anyway zero to a hundred karen i'm not fucked with because she actually apologized mm-hmm. um and uh you know that's the way you you acknowledge it you say my bad and you say okay and you move on you know like i said some people ain't gonna forgive her regardless that we're not talking about those people right but overall uh she's doing the quote-unquote thing that they ask you to do wow you were literally just mad because of people that were saying that online and then one of your faves said it and ain't i human and zero mm, interesting mm-hmm. ain't i human mm-hmm. well as a consistent person on the show i would say zero for her as well zero both ways for the register the kid registering people but 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 also them niggas didn't apologize and she did that's a great point that's a great like, point. Like but that, I don't that's think, my thing. Yeah, I don't think that boy had to apologize. So. Oh no, that boy that boy didn't do nothing wrong. The anger wasn't at him. That mm. my hundred was for other people. Like I hope people don't think I was mad at the child. No, I'm mm-hmm. not mad at that child at all. I'll just mess with you. That was just Mm-mm. that was a little that was me playing a little messing with you a little but bit. But like Karen. I said, like I said, I'm wishy washy like all you other niggas do. hmm Yeah, I would give it a zero for both of them to be honest. But uh yeah. <laughs> Janelle, she she saw them tweets coming through. She said, "Oops!" And I oop and, and went back and said, "My bad, y'all." I'm mm-hmm. just uh, I got another album, another movie I'm about to do. No, no, ma'am. She had to step, get back on the tightrope, didn't she? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's go to guess the race. <laughs> Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. spicy That's right, it's guest the race time, baby. That's right, it's time for guest the race. You know what? Just what it calls all the podcast land. We read and play new audience from all over the globe. And as I can test this today, Karen in the chat room to guest the race and of course everybody playing is racist all right uh let's see who is playing this round um oh wait let me, it will help if i uh pick the item that was uh on the list um a florida woman attacks her elderly boyfriend with fingernails and grabs his genitals after they argue over the tv remote control oh is it that serious a 23-year-old Florida woman grabbed her elderly boyfriend's genitals and cut him with her fingernails after they argued about the television remote control. Elderly, so I'm assuming that she's younger. She's 23. Amber Black was charged with battery on a person over the age of 65. Woo! An obstruction of justice in connection with Friday night's incident. He don't know to be your great-granddaddy. What's happening here? Man, what the hell is Morgan Freeman up to over there? Uh, you know, <laughs> what, I, what I find interesting is that if you're dating somebody and the age gap is that much if you get into a domestic dispute your ass gonna get extra charges for beating up old people yes and you should uh black punched her older bow in the face and began attacking him with her fingernails as they fought over the remote it's hard to get between an old man's remote 
doc said she also took hold of the man's genitals he's like but i need those the viagra what <laughs> that's what got you into this situation come on you know you and a 23 year old ain't got nothing in common not a motherfucking thing you was you was there to desegregate the schools and shit when he tried to help, call for help she threw the phone against the wall and exclaimed you're old and i'm stronger than you she she revealed why they was really in a relationship <laughs> come on she reportedly ordered I'm here for the money she ordered reportedly ordered him to tell the, the police it was a mistake call black's boyfriend suffered injuries to his shoulder his left thigh his knee and his nose Ooh, she fucked him up yeah imagine what the sex was like she had her boyfriend's blood on her face and neck the newspaper reported black uh sports st lucy resident told investigators that she was acting in self-defense jail records show she was released on eight thousand dollars bond did he probably pay for right because i mean where else you gonna find 23 year old sex i mean come on yeah at 65 you just gotta go ahead and go into the pension on that one uh karen guess the race of amber black amber black was white amber black was white let's check the chat room and see what they believe about this florida woman social security wait social secure the bag black says jackie all right um that's the only guess we got so far plenty of people in the chat room just scared as hell to guess maybe they already know the answer white says joe all right black says trey black says jenna white says huey city girl black white lots of uh blacks and white lots of variants on this one karen went with white Mm -hmm. and the correct answer is karen Mm -hmm. she was black amber black just like her race Mm -hmm. i thought you're trying to get me like jack black he ain't black that's a good point of course many of you did get it correct oh yeah that's a hundred percent black yeah she got like that natural hair and everything i wonder what like what what do you even have in common at that age like when they're ready to have sex like what kind of music is it throwing on put on the nat king cole baby and she's like who who is that you ain't got no megan the stallion who is the stallion mm-hmm. that's how that fucking conversation gonna go go ahead uh, go ahead and put on one of them 45s okay uh what what i don't know i work a record player right can you put the can you put can you turn on my am radio am what the fuck is the am hand me my bifocal so i can see that ass okay i can't <laughs> i gotta squint a little bit my side ain't as clear as it used to be turn on the light girl well speaking of hookup culture a 47 year old man from georgia has been arrested after allegedly keeping his own deceased mother in the freezer for years while collecting welfare checks food stamps and even indulging in sexual activities with the corpse what owen o'reilly keep it on ice is a whole new meaning ain't it mm-hmm owen o'reilly oh 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 o'reilly o'reilly's auto parts 47 <laughs> was, i wonder if that's just a local thing was arrested yesterday after davers warned authorities that the suspect was washing his naked mother with a hose in the backyard oh what man. oh man he he was washing Holy his mother sh- with a hose her corpse like a car kind of like ho- a dog 
kind of hose down my hoe o'reilly's mother margaret o'reilly passed away in late 2015 <gasps> if you're doing the math on that talk about a four-year-old corpse guys i know it had to stink and decompose annoying to annoyingly to neighbors who were surprised to see her bathing naked in an inflatable pool in her backyard while being hosed by a 47 year old son so at some point what happens is you you fucking and you're living with this corpse for so long you just stop treating it like it's like a car when you first get a car you're washing it every day you take care after of it after a while you say fuck it after a while it's like why would i put clothes on her i'm just gonna freeze her and throw her out to have sex with her and put her back why why should i even bother now i have to worry about the clothes the clothes defrosting all right let me go take her in the let me go take her in the pool like was she this in the pool worth the hassle was he even washing her in the pool was he just defrosting her you know, it's like leave the chicken out before you go he's like i forgot to leave mm-hmm. the, i forgot that, to leave that, my mom out before i went to work that was the water hole you know how you have to try to run the water over the mm-hmm. over the chicken to try to get chicken to separate you got hoes i saw margaret mm-hmm. yeah trying to separate them thighs i, I saw margaret lying naked in <laughs> a, i saw margaret lying naked in an inflatable pool with owen hose at her off said one neighbor i hadn't seen margaret since she left for the hospital two years ago and now i see her naked lying in an inflatable pool in her backyard it just didn't make sense now how you say you didn't see it to two years it's been four years so did he take her to the hospital lying to y'all like weekend at bernie's put some shades on her i guarantee you he did lie to them people he probably take his mom corpse and put shades on her in a hat and then that way he could drive in the carpool lane you know he does o'reilly told officers he originally kept his mother's body to collect her welfare checks but also admitted under pressure that he occasionally indulged in sexual activities with the corpse after trace amounts of sperm were collected from the body she is dead she can't feel anybody she's dead she can't feel anything he reportedly told the deputy sheriff johnson according to georgia state law a person convicted of any sexual act with a dead human body involving sex organs of the mouth anus penis or vagina or of the other shall be punished by imprisonment or not less than one or no more than 10 years karen yeah, they, guess the race they had to make laws because too many people were fucking cops what was the, her name the name again his name is owen o'reilly oh oh owen o'reilly i think owen oh owen o'reilly the shit was so fucking heinous mm-hmm. i'm gonna go white yeah i i, I hear what you're saying it's a real <laughs> motherfucker I'm so sorry everybody i couldn't i could not stop that one that's on me <laughs> that's, not, that's not on y'all that's on me uh norman bates white <laughs> the freezer kept, keeps the coochie tight white white don't tell mom she's dead even right now white walker oh. white season three of my hunter white oh white as fuck owen is so white uh yeah the current you you guys know us it was white it was it was never gonna be anything else Motherfucker eating up his mama like a lean cuisine and shit like a toaster scrutal good grief like you gotta be a sick ass dude and then it was getting money from the checks and everything Mm-mm-mm. did this picture show up yet it sure did oh my god 
for right. real dog like why can't you do like the woman in the story before and get you an elderly uh elderly girlfriend or something damn you had to have sex with your mama's corpse Mm. yeah they had to make laws it's like animal fucking so many people did it like we got to make laws for this shit because people won't stop ready for the next round let's do it double the baby and double the race can somebody out there hear me double the points <laughs> and double the race it's double the points double the race in the bonus round of double of guess the race so karen is one and one oh the sassiness but will she be able to take it to the top and go two for two we'll find out guys we will um uh, uh let's see a fort mill mom was arrested and accused of uh driving with her young son on the car on the roof of her car what mm-hmm uh fort mill mom is locked up accused of driving around with a seven-year-old son riding on the roof of the car investigators are crediting they say we rolling see me with <laughs> me riding baby want to catch me riding with a baby want to catch me riding with this baby <laughs> uh investigators investigators are crediting uh our crest uh i are crediting two witnesses for alerting police putting your child in danger to me is it just doesn't make any sense 29 year old tabitha barrett is or barrett tabitha barrett is locked up in york county jail charged with unlawful conduct towards a child if you got a seven-year-old kid you know riding on the roof of your car what are you thinking a neighbor who didn't want to show her face in on camera called it child abuse yeah you ain't gonna say that with your chest mm. uh what if he fell off the car because I, I live here no no thank you what if yeah that's true she don't care about her kid on the roof you know she'll fuck your neighborhood ass up come on what if she uh what if he fall, fell off that car she could have run over top of him right when confronted by an officer the mom denied her son had been riding on the top of the car but the seven-year-old boy told a different story and admitted it happened oh of course you know kids let small tell the truth raise a goddamn snitch is what you did mm-hmm. well obviously this type of incident had a very high potential extremely high potential for that child to end up seriously injured or worse said major brian zachary with the fort mill south carolina police police say the officer noticed barrett barrett uh seemed to have trouble focusing and appeared to have altered mental status but investigators don't believe there was any drug or alcohol impairment involved the seven-year-old boy is now in the custody of his grandmother karen guess the race of uh tabitha barrett uh, i think tabitha was black karen is going with black for this one all right because the neighbor didn't want to say it with the chest she was white she'd be like yes i called him Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I think we know she would have probably told the police uh when they showed up. What? Demons told me to do it. Who told you to do it? The demons. Uh white kid snitch, white mom, black baby. Trying to cover up the Confederate flag that was on the roof, Daisy Duke. Uh a white woman try tired of giving timeouts fuck them kids black white white hmm bewitched witch white uh and karen said black uh won't vaccinate the child but we'll let him ride on the car roof white (laughs) uh i got my flu shot today guys so hopefully everything goes good i saw a lot of people 
kind of uptight about flu shots but i i guess mine okay mm-hmm, Fuck i that. need to get mine too uh go down to cvs go to the pharmacy they'll do it for you okay or you can get it at the doctor anyway uh that's their moment in old just now guys uh moment the correct old. the correct answer karen what'd you say black mm-hmm. the correct answer is white yes get our ass yes it's terrible guess and many of you got it right you said black i mean white so y'all got it correct um there you go Oh. All right. Uh, uh, stop! Stop! No, it's enough applause. Okay, it's enough applause. God damn it! Cr is going rogue. Um. <laughs> all right, let's do sword ratchetness and wrap this up. Oh, now you don't want to play? You <laughs> son of a bitch. You sold I me out, I Spotify. Couldn't, couldn't get you to get. Couldn't. Couldn't get you to stop clapping. Right. Try this one more time. There we go. Was that just me or was that much longer than normal? <laughs> it was! Jesus Christ! I didn't, that's the same sound effect I always play. Everyone felt like it was two minutes. <laughs> a burglary suspect arrested with a samurai sword in downtown Concord. A burglary suspect walking through. I guess they decided to slow the fight down for us. <laughs> I guess so. A burglary suspect, uh, it was extended, uh, <laughs> extended scenes. version uh re-release a burglary suspect walked through downtown area tuesday with a samurai sword and a sheet before an officer arrested him police identified the suspect tuesday afternoon as a 50 year old richard banks a transient they arrested him near the corner of grant and salvio streets around 3:55 p.m broad daylight a transient that like a wonder a homeless person oh okay that's what they call them uh oh sometimes. okay you know uh just different ways to say homeless uh i don't know what the right you know there's so many work t- work tones for homeless at this point i don't know which one is right oh mm-hmm. uh, it's like housing uh instability or something i'm like i don't know i don't know banks is suspected in a burglary as a at a non-profit organization that police didn't specify probably goodwill an employee there reported a burglary and surveillance video showed the suspect forcing entry into the building and fleeing with some items during the night it's probably where he got the sword from goodwill Mm. hours later the officer took the report saw the same suspect walked with the samurai sword the officer contacted him recognized bank from the video and arrested him the officer also searched the suspect and found some of the stolen property taken in the burglary it was returned to the owner banks was being held at the county jail in martinez on tuesday afternoon and was not eligible for bail according to jail records so that's it and yes he was white all right guys like i said probably it for the week we'll be back saturday uh, I think Balls D Sports pregame will probably do Wednesday, maybe Thursday night, one of those two. And uh also I just put a couple new reviews up on the Sport Movie Review feed. Yay. So you guys can go check that out. Um just uh, I think it's just our July reviews. Mm-hmm. Don't um, like Yahoo tips. 
one with reviews yep and uh don't forget thrive talks podcasting at 8.2.0 pizzeria and bar september 26 6 to 8 Charlotte, north carolina hope to see some of you guys out there totally cool if you can't make it but if you do uh we'll we'll be out there taking selfies with you or something we will all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah.